Hi, I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas, with another installment of Throwback Thursday. When did the term proliferative glomerulonephritis come into our renal pathology language? Why not just use the word hypercellular in the classification of certain glomerulonephritises, since we really don't always know the types of cells involved? Indeed, much of the hypercellularity in glomerular capillaries in glomerulonephritis is caused by an influx of inflammatory cells rather than actual native glomerular cell proliferations. This question came up lately when we saw a native renal biopsy in which the glomeruli looked like a transplant glomerulitis with just what looked like an abundance of circulating cells in the glomerular capillaries. Let's look at the history. Modern renal pathology can be said to start with the publication of Richard Bright's seminal work in 1827. The problems at that time, according to Heptonstall, was A, we didn't know the etiology, B, there was no clinical pathologic correlation, C, no standard nomenclature, D, all the tissue was from autopsies and thus no early lesions, and E, no natural history of the disease process was known. Fallhart and Farr's classic work followed in 1914 and their classification was somewhat mixed using some clinical findings and some morphologic autopsy findings. After all, they were a clinician and a pathologist. Although they distinguished between inflammatory and non-inflammatory lesions, the latter termed nephrosis, they used the terms diffuse glomerulonephritis and focal glomerulonephritis, but they did not use the term proliferative. Between the years 1914 and 1936 or so, I could not find much about classifications of renal disease, nor the use of the word proliferative for the glomerular tuft. I guess you could call it the proliferative winter. Proliferation was occasionally used later for crescents or extracapillary glomerulonephritis. I don't know why this gap, other than maybe the question of the type of cells, or whether there was a mesangium present or not, I just couldn't find out. Long Cope in 1936 and Ellis in 1942 tried somewhat modifications of classifications, but these terms were the terms A and B, 1 and 2, with and without strep infections, and acute glomerulonephritis going to chronic glomerulonephritis. They use proliferative as an adjective for crescents. The only mention of intracapillary was increased size and rich in cells. The type of cells was not specified. Bell, between 1938 and the 1950s, did use the term acute diffuse proliferative glomerulonephritis and talked about increased numbers and size of endothelial cells of the glomerulus in acute glomerulonephritis. His legends of his pictures also use the term proliferative. Arthur Allen in the 1950s did use the term acute proliferative or exudative glomerulonephritis 
Also in his illustrations and legends, he felt that there was both inflammation and infiltration and proliferation of fixed elements of the glomerulus. Now, fast-forwarding to the classic 1961 SIBA meeting, Movat, Steiner, and Slater from Toronto indicated there was hypertrophy and hyperplasia of intracapillary cells, couldn't tell endothelial from mesangial cells. The SIBA discussion, which is quite extensive, indicated that they thought the use of the term proliferative was okay, with an increase in the number of cells. Earl and Jennings from Northwestern University used the term proliferative and felt that the cells were endothelial and or polymorphonuclear leukocytes. Thus, by the 1960s, proliferative seemed to be an accepted term. Hepton Stahl in 1966 in his acute glomerulonephritis chapter, first edition, indicated that there was an increased cell population of endocapillary and infiltrating cells, with polymorphonuclear leukocytes being early in the course. He quoted Longhans, 1879-1885, as saying there was a proliferation of endothelial cells. This was accepted by many at the time, including Jennings and Earle, who saw mitoses in cells directly attached to the glomerular basement membranes. McCallum, however, in 1934, thought that the intercapillary cells were exudate, whereas David Jones thought that the cells were involving the mesangial regions in the 1950s. Grishman and Churg thought the cells were in the mesangial regions, but didn't know the types of cells, and Peroni thought they were both inflammatory and native. Thus, in summary, the term proliferative sort of crept into our nomenclature without any official proclamation. But somehow the term acute, diffuse, hypercellular glomerulonephritis doesn't quite sound right or roll off the tongue quite like acute, diffuse, proliferative glomerulonephritis. A recent Renal Pass Society, International Society of Nephrology consensus group decided that the term endocapillary proliferation is a misnomer and should be abandoned and replaced by the term endocapillary hypercellularity. That may take some time. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, Follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit us on the web at arcanalabs.com.